words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart. Oh, be acceptable in your sight, O oh Lord, my strength, my rock, my light, my salvation, my only redeemer. Speak now, Father, that these your people would hear. Speak that your son Jesus will be glorified and that these your people will be edified. Father, speak now as only you can. I need you now, I need you right now. I need you like never before to stand in me and stand with me, to stand in front of me, to stand behind me, but most of all, stand right beside me, that I may be able to proclaim your truth without fear or intimidation. Have your way in this place right now, as you've already done. Have thine own way now. And we give your name all the glory, the honor, and the praise. And we say thank you, God, for using us once again, our unworthy, unworthy undeserving service to preach your holy word. But we say thank you. Thank you, God. And thank you, Lord, for making a way somehow. Thank you, Holy Spirit. So have thine own way. And we give your name glory, honor, and praise. In the name of your son, Jesus, we pray we ask it all. Amen. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go to the house of the Lord. God's been good. You can give God another hand clap of praise this Sunday morning. Amen. And it's good to see that we're still above the ground <laughs> and not below the ground, which is evident God still has some work for us on this side of the Jordan. Amen. It's so good to see all of you out this morning. Amen. Just to see that God is still in the blessing business. Amen. Amen. If you would, journey with me to Psalms 95. Psalms 95. There is a word that I want to share this morning. Psalms 95. Psalms 95. When you have it, you become by saying amen. You still look and say, hold up. Just tell you, no, I heard you. No, I heard you. Amen. So good to see the girls as well. Look at them just smiling and looking so good <laughs> always. Amen. The two H's. Amen. Right. <laughs> it's so good to see them. Psalms 95. I want to start at verse 1. And then I want to conclude at verse 2. And when you have it, you be kind by saying, Amen. And I'm reading from the Christian Standard Version. It says, come, let us shout joyfully to the Lord. Shout triumphantly to the rock of our salvation. Let us enter his presence with thanksgiving. And let us shout triumphantly to him in song. For just a few moments, Sunrise, I simply want to talk about keep the fire burning. Keep the fire burning. Y'all gonna pray with me just for a little while? Keep the fire burning. When we were growing up, our mom, father, grandma, they told us, don't play with matches. <laughs> Have I got a witness? They told us, don't play with matches. And the reason they told us not to play with matches is because if you play with matches, you can set yourself on fire. Oh, yeah. You can set the house on fire. <laughs> and then you can have a big fiery problem. But they told us to, not to play with matches. And I remember as a kid sometimes about trying to be fascinated with fire. But I remember one time I tried to play with some fire. It almost didn't work out too well. But thankfully, because my grandmother had one of those old fire stoves in, in the restroom and so in the bathroom, and so it would be some fire coming out. Then I got some tissue paper and I would play with the fire, but I never will forget, Sister Young, I see you shaking your head at me. I was shaking my head at myself too when you can hear the rest of the story. When I saw the rest that fire, Sister Brown, Sister Taylor, what happened was it got to the place where it was almost burnt, about to burn my hand. But thankfully, I got to the sink just in time. But the thing about it was, it 
taught me something. And it's, gonna, and it's teaching us even today that there are sometimes you got to let the fire keep burning. There are sometimes you got to let the fire keep going. And there are sometimes that you just got to make sure that you don't let the faucet make your fire go out. Have I got a witness in here? Because let's bring it back home into the Christian life. When you think about this Christian life and when you think about what you've been through, when you think about what you're going through, when you think about what you dealt with, when you think about how hard it's been, when you think about how tough it's been, but you can say, look at me, that God has still kept me going, that God has still kept me alive, that God has still made me who I am, you ought to have some fire. Can I get a witness in here? When you think about how God has blessed you, you ought to have some fire. When you think about how God has made a way for you, you ought to have some fire. When you think about how God has kept you another week, you ought to have some fire. When you think about how God has got you through some hard times, you ought to have some fire. Sister Brown can tell you that she went up, that she had to deal with a surgery, but you can say she's here right now. She got some fire. Sister Taylor, you know something about going through some things, but you got some fire. Sister Younger, you know about going through some problems, but you're here right now. You got some fire. I can tell you about going through some things, but I got some fire. Is there anybody that can say, I got some fire? And when you got some fire, don't let the fire go out. Don't let anybody get told to your fire. But matter of fact, if somebody want to get close to the fire, you better let them know it's going to be a little burning going on. When they get close to the fire, you better know it's going to be some aroma going on. Because when we get to church and when we are called by God, all of us ought to have some fire. And even before you get to sunrise, when you got fire going on through the week, matter of fact, somebody ought to drive by your house and say, that's some fire. Somebody ought to see you in the grocery store and say, that's some fire. Somebody ought to, when you text them, Carter, they ought to be saying, don't mess with them. That's some fire. Because when you got fire, and when I got fire, then all of us can have a chain reaction and have some fire. Because God is that good. And since God is that good, we ought to Sometimes when you believe in God, that's how you've been making it. 
Because you encourage yourself. Is there anybody that can say there been, that there's some stuff that's just between me and God? But all oh, when me and God start getting together, it's going to be some fire. <laughs> when me and God start getting together, it's going to be noisy. And I just got to let you know that when it's noisy, don't worry, I'm doing all right. I feel pretty good. It's just some stuff that I just got to keep between me and God. So when you see me crying, that's just between me and God. When you see I'm unable to keep still during church, that's just between me and God. When you hear me shout loud, that's just between me and God. Somebody may say you shout too loud, you talk too loud, you make too much noise, but you don't know like I know what God has done for me. You don't know the stuff I've been through. You don't know the hard days I've had to go through. You don't know the fuss that I've overcame. You don't know the bad stuff I've been through. You don't know how many times I've tried to be good. I've done this, I've done that, but it seems like it may not always be good enough. It seems like it's always something. It seems like I got a bullseye on my back and the arrows keep hitting me and hitting me and hitting me. But when I get here after all of that and I see what God did for me, I'm going to say thank you as much as possible because somebody didn't make it through the same thing you've been through. But you made it. And since you made it, let's have a thank you, Jesus, moment in sunrise and tell God thank you for letting me make it. Say, I'm glad I made it. Come on, come on. I'm glad I made it. I'm glad I made it. I'm glad I made it. That's why we got to start some fire. Because <laughs> I'm glad I made it. I made it. And when we talk to God, we ought to say, God, thank you that you let me make it. Thank you, God, that you let me make it. Because can we be real? Everybody in your everybody you graduated high school with ain't here right now. They didn't make it. <laughs> everybody you love ain't here right now. They didn't make it. Every church member that we grew up with ain't here right now. They didn't make it. But the Lord let us make it. And if the Lord lets you make it, you got so many reasons to rejoice. Just think about it. The tough times that you had, that you know if God didn't show up, I wouldn't be here. <laughs> but is anybody that can say, thank you, God, that you showed up? Thank you, God, that you answered my prayer. Thank you, God, that you came at the right moment, at the right time, in the right situation. Because I was in the valley. I was alone. I was by myself. But God showed up. This song, Sister Younger, was written by David. And this song is said to come from both Hebrews chapter 3, verse 7, and Hebrews chapter 4, verse 7. And the reason for this is because the Israelites and the Jews were mentioned according to scholars as worshiping and praising Jesus Christ. And this song is a part of a song spread, which is Psalms 93 through Psalms 100, which is praising God and mentions that God reigns and that this song is a call to worship him song in which a priest or a Levite assembled the Israelites to the temple. And this song is divided into three standards and is centered around a covenant and a convening faithfulness, which is about a relationship to God and the way God produces worship for his children. This song also centers after God delivering the children of Israel that we know they rebelled and had to wander around the wilderness for 40 years after, after failing to enter the promised land. This song is telling us, what does it tell us? Sister Brown, to praise God and be obedient. And this song is also a part of the annual Feast of Tabernacles in Leviticus chapter 23, verses 33 through 44. So praise is going forward. And here it is in the life of the Christian walk. We always need to follow God. You don't want to be in a position where the Lord has to punish you. Uh -oh. And there are things <clears throat> that you don't want to miss out on, I don't want to miss out on, that I don't want to leave, and I don't want to have it taken away from me because of disobedience. But is there anybody that can say, 
I'm determined and I'm focused on pleasing the Lord. I'm determined on following God. I'm determined to do what God says because I have that responsibility. I have that focus and I have that desire to please the Lord because when you have the right focus, you can avoid some stuff. You can walk down the right path, the right stop with the right spirit because you're focused on pleasing God. We just got done singing it. When you trust in God and walk with God, God will make a way somehow. God will keep you alive. God will keep you another chance. God will help you through some stuff. But you just got to keep walking with God at all times. So the text says, come, let's shout joyfully to the Lord. Shout triumphantly to the rock of our salvation. Let's enter his prayer. With thanksgiving, let's shout triumphantly to him in song. This, in the Hebrew, this word come means to walk and proceed. This word about means to shout and joy, shout and triumph and shout and applause. This word joyfully means to raise a sound. The name of God means the one true and existing God. This word triumphantly means victorious. This word rock means stone. This word salvation means deliverance, salvation, rescue, and safety. This word enter means to come in. This word presence means in front of. This word thanksgiving means giving thanks to God and song and hymn of praise. And this word song means music. Y'all still with me? So here we see in the text, David is saying come and proceed with a shout that's filled with joy, triumph, and applause that makes a sound to our one true and existing God who is the one that has been our strong rock that's delivered us, made us safe, and has rescued us. So let's come and then be in front of his presence and in his presence with thanksgiving, giving him all the thanks in song and in praise. Let's keep shouting victoriously with our song, with our music, because it's been the Lord that's given us the victory and it has been there for us. That will ignite a spark in anybody. Because <laughs> all of us knows how it feels to see the Lord work in our lives. We all know it's been the Lord that's made some things happen. We all know it's been God that's given us a reason to shout. Because it doesn't matter where you are in life right now, there's a reason to shout. Say it again. It don't matter where you are in life right now. There's a reason to shout. There's a reason to sing. There's a reason to rejoice because the more you see, the more you will discover how precious it is to be alive right now. The more you see things, the more you read things, the more you hear things. It makes you have a shout and it makes you rejoice because we all have been given a blessing. We've all been given an open door and we all just been covered because we're able to be alive right now. There anybody can say, I'm glad that God is keeping me alive. Aren't you glad that God is keeping you alive? If God is keeping you alive, you ought to make some noise. If God is keeping you alive, we ought to shout in God because there are some people who don't get along right. There are some people who didn't get to experience the things you and I are experiencing. There are some people who are restricted, who are incapacitated, and truth be told, sometimes there are some people that nobody loves them, but when you look at your life, when you look at what you can do, and when you look at who you are, that gives you some reason to rejoice. When you see that you're still here, even though you had some doubts, some lonely days, some hard days, even though there were some times in your life you just didn't have any hope because your hope was gone, your hope was shattered, your hope was crushed, but yet you got through it. It'll make you rejoice. Is there anybody that can say, God got me through my demons, God got me through my mental blocks, God got me through my midnights, God got me through my dark times. And since God got me through all of that, I got every reason to give God praise. And I'm going to give God praise right now because I know what God got me through. I know it's some stuff you don't know, but I know. But I know what God got me through. I know how tough it was, but God got me through. I know how emotional it was, but God got me through. I know how tired I've been, but God got me through. I know how, how hurt I've been, but God got me through. I know how sick I've been, but God, I know what I've had to go through in the mountains and the mountains. I've had to climb, but I keep climbing. And the reason I keep climbing is because God gives me a reason to keep praising him. And when you keep praising him, some strength to keep climbing. It gives you some strength to hold on. It gives you some strength to hang in there. It gives you some strength to say, 
And on my life's journey, my journey ain't always been filled with smiles, laughter, and celebration. There have been some broken days. There have been some times getting tested almost took the air out of me. There have been times I've been up and staying down. And sometimes, can I be real? Sometimes staying down sounded better than getting up. And there have been times it seemed like, what else can happen? What else can go wrong? What else do I have to put up with? Because this life ain't always been easy or pleasant. I know that's bad ground, but it's about to make sense. But I've had to make it through broken. Is anybody can say, I've made it through broken pieces. I've made it through depression. I've made it through stress. And i made it through that. That's why I can't be quiet. You want to know why you can't be quiet? Because you made it. I'm going to say it one time. You want to know why you can't keep quiet? Because you made it. I'm going to say it one more time. You want to know why you can't keep quiet? Because you made it. I'm going to say, well, you want to know why you can't keep quiet? Because you made it. You want to know why y'all can't keep quiet? Because you made it. You want to know why you can't keep quiet? Because you made it. Is anybody that say, I can't keep quiet because I know I made it. I can't be silent because I know I made it. Can't nobody keep me quiet. Can't nobody shut me up. Can't nobody tell me I'm doing too much. If anything, I ain't doing enough. But as much as bread as God gives me, I'm never going to keep quiet because I never shall forget Some deliverance, 
in us some stuff. We needed something to learn. We all can testify that we all need something to learn because not only is this life tough and challenging, but Sister Younger, Sister Brown, sometimes this life is emotional. Because mm -hmm. your emotions get tested. Yeah. Your emotions can be all over the place. And your emotions can have you really on the fence. See, you can have praise to God that is emotional. Because when you made it through emotional things, when you made it through emotional cycles, it makes you have a totally different shout, especially when you've been in some tight places, some tight spaces, and some tight spots. But even in tight and uncomfortable walls, there's a reason to shout. And the reason to shout is because God didn't let you cave in. I wish I had a witness here, Kay. Is, is anybody can say you can praise God and that when you and that when you praise God, you can say you it didn't stop me. When you praise God, you can say, I've been through some dirty roads, I've been stranded, I've been on my own my own, I've had different emotions, but God let me get through it. And God had to pick me up because it's not just that life has hurt me. If we are honest, when we deal with our emotions and we live for God, there are times you and I can be at odds with God. There are times you and I can argue with God. There are times that you and God ain't even been on speaking terms. And there are times you and God are going through because our emotions sometimes can make us even hated at God. Yeah. But you got delivered. <laughs> yeah. I wish I had I said you got delivered. The Lord brought you back. <laughs> the Lord made a way. The Lord's been patient. And somebody can say even though I didn't agree with it, I'm still here. <laughs> Through those tough times, those tough days, those tough conversations, it's been tough on me. I almost quit the church. I almost quit the ministry. I almost even quit on God. And Satan was bothering me. Satan was howling me. Satan was taunting me, but I got delivered. Is there anybody that can say, thank you, God, that you delivered me? Because there have been times you've been emotional. It's, when you're emotional, sometimes it's hard to get out of bed. Sometimes it's hard to be positive. Sometimes it's hard to look up to Jesus. Sometimes it's been hard to keep working at it. It's been hard trying to take the hard, high road. It's been hard always doing the right thing. It's been hard sometimes, especially when you're trying to be faithful and kind. But even still, you're emotional. It still gets emotional, difficult, and worrisome. Is anybody can say sometimes I find myself struggling, I find myself down. But I discover even when I'm down, I'm not so low that God still won't have his hand on me. Right. <laughs> I'm gonna say it one time. It don't matter how down you can be, God's hand, well, you can never get beneath God's hand. I wish I had a witness. Is anybody can say, no matter how down I've been, I can't get beneath God's hand. God still has his hand on me. And since God still has his hand on me, that gives me some juice to know I'm going to make it. That gives me some spiritual refreshment, some spiritual nourishment to know I'm going to make it. And since I know that, my praise will always go forward. Am I right about that? That's why you can praise God. Somebody ought to be able to have a testimony that says, I hung in there. <laughs> Is there anybody here that got a testimony that can say, I hung in there? Because you see right here, the right attitude is produced when it's in the right environment. It's in the text. Since young it says, come, let's shout joyfully to the Lord, shout triumphantly to the rock of our salvation. Let's watch this. Let's enter his presence, Sister Brown, with thanksgiving. Let's shout triumphantly to him in song. When we get in his presence, we can praise. When I'm in the presence, see here it is. When you are in the presence of God, you don't have time to focus on anything but his presence. You don't have time to be distracted because you're too focused on his presence. See, here's the thing. You don't let things that are out of your control bother you because you're too focused on God's presence. Everybody can say, I just want to get, be in God's presence. It's not about me. It's not about anything else. It's about God. And when I'm in God's presence, I'm going to praise God. I'm going to have a hallelujah time because I'm in his presence. And since we are in his presence, can we just praise the Lord? We have to always make sure that God is getting all the glory when we're in his presence. We in his presence right now. We ought to praise him. We're in his presence right now. We ought to shout. We are in his presence right now. Is there anybody that's got joy?
joy? Is there anybody that can say, I got victory? Is there anybody that can say, I'm not ashamed of the gospel? I'm not ashamed of my life. I'm not ashamed of my testimony. I'm not ashamed of my storm. I'm not ashamed of what I've gone through. I'm not ashamed of my scar. I'm not ashamed of my wounds because they made me who I am. And the person I am right now is the person God been blessing. And I'm blessed by God. I'm favored by God. I got up this morning because of God. I got this joy. I got this peace. I got this mind. I got this hope because God been good to me. God will make a way. It's just a blessing. Because when you get in his presence, your spirits get lifted up. <laughs> Is there anybody that can say sometimes I look good on the outside, but I'm hurting on the inside? Yeah. But let me get to the, but don't let me get to his presence. Because when I get to his presence, you're gonna see a totally different person. Right. I wish I had a witness here. When you get to this, when you get in his presence, you're gonna see a totally different person. Because when I was down, I ain't down like that no more. Even though I was hurting, I ain't hurt like that no more. Even though I had all these things on my brain, I'm not even thinking about that because I'm in his presence. I'm so focused on his being in his presence. I'm so focused on giving him glory. And see, when you start giving God glory, you feel better. When you start giving God glory, you release stuff. When you start giving God glory, you don't worry about what they think. When you start giving God glory, your heart becomes untroubled. When you start giving God glory, you just too focused on his presence that can't nothing make a, can't nothing stop your glory, can't nothing stop your happiness. Somebody ought to be able to say, I'm not gonna let nothing stop my happiness, I'm not gonna let nothing stop my praise, I'm not gonna let nothing stop me from giving God glory. I'm just not gonna stop because I got so many reasons to tell God thank you. Is there anybody like me that can I got so many reasons to tell God thank you? Can I, can, I, can, I, can, I, can I put it, can I put it like this? Let me put it like this. When it's your birthday, you like to say, you like it when people tell you happy birthday. But when it's your birthday, and we all been in this situation, there's always a couple of folk in the family that want to bring up what happened at the family reunion <laughs> to your birthday. Am I right about it? And they'll say, well, Uncle this, ain't this. You'll be like, hold on. Today's my birthday. Mm -hmm. You deal with that at another day. Mm -hmm. Am I right about it? Am I, am I right? Am I even say, you know, some folks always want to start something on somebody else's day. When it's your birthday, they always want to start something. And then or somebody may say, well, y'all didn't get me that. Why y'all get that? Why y'all get her that? Why y'all get him? Because it's their birthday. But when you got a determination, what am I saying? When you got a determination, you, when you zone all that craziness out and you just realize it's my day, you don't worry about whether they like your gifts, whether they like your cake. You just tell them when it's your time and your time. But today, it's my birthday. And that's the same way it is in the life of a believer. You zone some stuff out because every day is your day. No matter who likes you, no matter who don't like you, no matter what you got, no matter what you don't got, sunrise every day is your day. And since every day is your day, give God your best. Give yourself your best. Give God all you got because every day is your day. Don't stop your prayers. Can I, can I say it this way? And I promise you, I'm going to get up out of here. I'm about to come on up in here now. But we ought to praise God. When you, when you can eat fresh food, it makes you praise. When you can make it home safe from driving or walking or even jogging, it makes you praise. When you wake up and see another day and didn't go into cardiac arrest and didn't have a bad reaction to medicine, didn't lose your life, it'll make you praise. When you know that your home didn't get burglarized, that you were able to enjoy a good night's sleep, that you didn't have any trouble, you've been able to have a bed, have some sheets, have some heat, have some air conditioning, have some blankets. Is there anybody that can say, I got so many reasons? <laughs> To give God praise. Somebody in here ought to be able to say, I can thank God even though I've been making it on the lip. Somebody online can say, I've been making it on the lip. Because not everybody has all the money. Not everybody can eat out all the time. Not everybody can afford all the luxury things. But look at you now. Is there anybody that can say, even though I may not have all the nicest things, I'm just so thankful that I got something. Yeah. 
And that ought to make me praise God. And I just want to tell you, don't be ashamed. Don't think less of yourself. Don't be embarrassed. That's what some parent needs to know. Don't be ashamed. Don't be embarrassed. But praise God, you can buy some hair grease. You can buy some Vaseline. You can buy some medication. You can buy some jeans. You can buy some shirt. You can buy some t-shirts. You can buy some underwear. You can buy some shoes. It may not always be Gucci. It may not always be Ferragamo. But if it's Hanes, if it's Levi, if it's Wrangler, if it's store-bought brand, if it's faded glory from Walmart, at least it's something. And since it's something, you ought to give God praise for what you can get. They got healthy family members. Because I told you, you watch the news, there's another shooting, another suicide, another person that's died unexpected. There's somebody that was doing okay, but went back to old habits and old ways and couldn't find peace. You want to know why you got to give God praise? Because you don't know what a person is going through. You don't know what mental struggles they're going through. You don't know what emotional baggage they're carrying. You don't know what's going on on the inside. You don't know what somebody's struggling with. But this is why y'all give God praise. Every time they answer your phone calls, you ought to praise God. Every time they answer your text messages, you ought to praise God. When they still knock on the door, y'all can enjoy family dinner together. When you can go on a road trip where you can see your kids, see your grandkids, play sports, see your family members make it through a surgery, see your family and being able to laugh, pray, talk, and do all kinds of things together. It ought to make you give God praise. We should keep on telling God, thank you. When we get to church and the lights work, the microphone work, the building's still standing, the sanctuary's still standing, we ought to tell God, thank you. There are some churches that dealt with violence. There are some churches that folded. There are some churches that didn't make it, but God's still letting this church make it. God's still letting your church make it. That's why you ought to make noise, because even though it may not look glamorous, it may not be what other folks think, that's all right, because when you keep on working, keep on praying, keep on being faithful, keep seeking and trusting God, the Lord is able to blow our minds. The Lord is able to send, to open up the windows, and just like we said last Wednesday, God's going to send the rain. But you got to keep on praising God. Is there anybody that can say, I can praise God. I, that somebody can say, I made it through a divorce. I made it through an unemployment. I made it through the loss of a loved one. I made it through financial troubles. I even made it through a bad end. But here I am. I still made it. And you know, you know, there's something else. That praise has personal effects. Sister Younger, because of a personal man. Because the text says, come, let's shout joyfully to the Lord. Shout triumphantly to the rock of our salvation. Let's enter his presence with thanksgiving. Let's shout triumphantly to him in song. But three times, Sister Brown, the name of God is mentioned in the text. And that's just something else that we ought to say. That God is the center focus. That God is the primary focus. Somebody ought to be able to say, I got some stories. I got some evidence. Matter of fact, I got some facts about what God means to me. And since God means so much to me, I will give God praise. And it's like the, you can say that the Lord is my first choice and that the Lord is my joy and that the Lord is that puzzle piece that makes the puzzle work. The Lord is my fountain because I can drink his water and I know that he will always quench my thirst. And the Lord is my light that always shines. No matter where I am, I just tell the Lord to shine on me. Is there anybody in here that can say shine on me? Let your light from the lighthouse shine on me. And there ought to be somebody in here that can say, I trust in the Lord. And I'm going to trust in him until I die. No matter where I am, I will praise the Lord. Sister Taylor, you can praise him when you're on the highway. Somebody can praise him when you're on the airplane. You can praise him when you fill out the loan application and it gets approved. You can praise him when you can go home and cut and water your grass. You can praise him when you go to the doctor's office and your insurance.
insurance covers the medicine, you can praise him that even in bad weather, y'all know we live in Oklahoma, and we get bad weather in Oklahoma, but Sister Terry, aren't you glad that the Lord will keep your house standing? Aren't you glad that the Lord will keep your car standing and keep your car rolling? Let the Lord will let the church keep standing. There have been some churches that got destroyed by a tornado. There have been some lives that got destroyed by a tornado. Y'all remember it was a few years ago in Joplin, Missouri. They had on a Sunday, they had a bad tornado that ripped through everything. They had they had cars everywhere. They had homes destroyed. They had businesses destroyed. Lost plenty of lives. But I can tell you today, even though it was rough that day, they made it. And is there anybody here that can say it's been rough some days? But I made it. It's been hard some days. But I made it. Keep on singing, keep 
people shout, people rejoice, because after all, by and by, after all, by and by, it's going to be all right. And I got to sing, y'all, because Jesus died on the cross. Is there anybody here that know my Jesus? Is there anybody here that can say there's a fountain filled with blood drawn from Emmanuel's vein? Sinners burn beneath that flood. Lose all their guilt and stain. What can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. It reaches to the highest mountain. It flows to the lowest valley. It gives me strength from day to day. It'll never, ever, 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 ever lose its power. He died. Matthew said it died. Mark said it died. Luke said it died. John said it died. But
We got a reason to rejoice. Do you know you got a reason to shout and rejoice? Give God glory. Give God glory. Sometimes we got so many reasons to give God praise. He's so awesome. He's so worthy. He's worthy. Don't stop praising. Say it again. Don't stop praising. Matter of fact, just turn the volume up. Because <laughs> God is worthy. He's worthy. Worthy is the Lamb of God. Keep praising. You ever notice David wouldn't do a lot. The one thing David, David never stopped doing, he never stopped singing and praising God. Even though he had family problems, enemies and all, his own sin, he kept praising. And you, have you ever known? He kept writing songs. And that's a word. As long as God gives you breath, God is bigger than whatever you're dealing with. God is bigger than whatever you're dealing with. Give God praise. He's worth it. Don't keep, don't keep the fire burning. Say, keep the fire burning. Don't let it stop. 